God said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. Continuing in the Word with Dr. Anthony L. Trice. 24. This is Jesus talking. Read. Then said Jesus unto his disciples. To who disciples? Jesus. A disciple is a follower of Christ, a student, a pupil. After you become a Christian, then you need to become a disciple, a follower of Christ. So I'm going to give you the two prerequisites to following Christ. You can't just follow God the way you want to follow God. There's two conditions that you must meet in order to qualify to be a follower of God. Uh-huh. You ain't just following God just because you say you're following God. There's some conditions you need to meet. Read. If any man will come after me. Jesus said any man. That means you. That means rich, poor, black, white, educated, uneducated, no matter who you are. He said, if any man. Read. Let him deny himself. He said, if you're going to follow me, you got to deny yourself. That means I can't do what I want to do. That's what that means. You got to deny yourself. I mean, that means you got to tell yourself no about some stuff. That means there's some things that you can say you can't do. That means some places that you get saved, you can't go. Because you're supposed to be what? Because folk don't understand what salvation is. People don't understand what it means to get saved. Being saved is more you coming to church and putting your name on somebody's role. Salvation means you no longer belong to yourself. You belong to God because you was bought with a price. And now you have to glorify God in your members. That means when you get saved, your hands no longer belong to you. That means when you get saved, your feet no longer belong to you. That means when you get saved, your private parts. That means when you get saved, your lips no longer belong to you. When you get saved, your ears no longer belong to you after you get saved. He said, deny yourself, read. Take up his cross uh -huh. and follow me. Watch this. You are not following God if you're not denying yourself and if you're not taking up a cross. What cross symbolizes suffering, enduring hardship, difficulties? Think about the cross. What, what did he go through on the cross? He went through everything. So you know what that means? Somebody say what? You're going to go through everything. <laughs> After you get saved, you're going to go through some stuff that you don't want to go through. And God said, if you're not willing to go through it, you're not following me. So if I realize after I get saved, I'm going to go through some stuff, some things I ain't going to bring on myself. Because that's devil problems. So if I know after I give my life to Christ, 
I'm going to have to go through some stuff, right? Since I know that, I'm going to be very careful on what I do. A lot of folk got self-inflicted wounds. What I mean by that, they bringing stuff on themselves. It ain't God or the devil. It's you. Read. For whosoever. Whosoever. I like those words. Whosoever means everybody. Nobody's excluded. Read. Will save his life. Will save his life. Shall lose it. If you're trying to reserve your unsaved life. What I mean by that, see some folk, when they get saved, they popular in the world. Amen. When you get saved, you got to let go of your reputation in the world. Amen. Yeah, you was a man in the world, but you ain't a man in the church. Amen. See, a lot of folks still trying to hold on that old whoever you was back then. You got to let that go. So he said, if you try to reserve your reputation, then what did he say? You shall lose your life. You're going to lose your life or your soul. Read. And whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. So in other words, if you're willing to give up your old life for my sake, then you're going to what? Find life. Y'all see that? So you ain't just saved because you say you're saved. There are some transition that takes place after you get, there's some changes that take place when you really get saved. If, if you ain't experienced no type of change, because you ain't saved. You just professing to be saved. And a lot of folk doing that. Some folk tell you to me, I love God. What church you belong to? I ain't got no church though, but I love God. Who's your pastor? I ain't got no pastor. I don't need no pastor. I'm saved though. You know what it is? You self-righteous. Because God has a certain order that we got to follow. You ain't a rebel in the Christian. Read. For what is a man profited? What shall it profit you or what shall you gain? Uh huh. If he shall gain the whole world. In other words, just imagine that you get everything you want. Everything. Whatever you want. Most folks want a lot of money. Okay. Say you get a lot of money. That's fine. You get the best car you want, the car, your, your, your dream car. You get the big house, because it's stuff we want. I mean, that's fine. You get all the clothes you want. You, you, you get a fine woman, that's what you want. You get a fine man, that's what you want. Okay. You get the house on the hill, that's fine. If you don't get God, you're going to hell. Amen. Let me say this over here, because I ain't heard nobody over here. You can get all that. And if you don't get God like you should, you're going to hell. So Jesus is saying, what good is it for you to get everything that this life has to offer, but you don't get right with God? Say, ooh, there it is. Is that it? No, sir. Read. And lose his own soul. And you lose your own soul. Somebody say amen. Amen. Come on, Matthew chapter 22, verses 1 through 14. It's tight, but it's right. Amen. 
Pastor Trice, why you keep saying it's tight but it's right? What I'm saying, the road to heaven or the road to eternal life is narrow. It's thin, but it's right. You know why it's right? Because that's God's way. Amen. So a whole bunch of folks going to be disqualified. Listen to Oprah Winfrey. You know why I say Oprah Winfrey? Because she says, she keep, she's convinced herself that there's more than one way to get to heaven. And what she's trying to say, you don't just need to come through Christ to get to heaven. Well, that's what she say. But I'm telling you what the Bible says. If you try to get to heaven any other way other do through Christ, you're a thief and a robber. Watch this. Watch this. If you want to come in here, all you do is come through the front door. Watch this. The fact that you're trying to come through a window. Why you ain't coming through the front door? Let me tell you why. Because you're a thief and a robber. This is what Jesus said. I am the way and the life. If any man come to me, they got to come by me. Now watch this. He didn't say he was a way. See, that's why you need to read your Bible. He said, I am the way. And I know we got all these different religions and all these different cults and they say they the way and all this. But the Bible says there's only one mediator between man and God and his name is Christ Jesus. I, I don't argue with Muslims. I don't argue with nobody because I know that I got the right thing. So if that's what you want to believe, you keep on believing. Just don't die. When you know the truth and you convince, you ain't got to argue with nobody. I don't argue with people that's in cults. But I'll tell you the truth. Farrakhan is a false prophet. You know I know he's false. Why you need the Quran and the Bible? I don't believe the Quran. I don't believe in Muhammad. But when you run into Muslims, they'll tell you that we believe in Christ. Well, my question to you, what is it about him that you believe? Well, a lot of folks say, I believe that he is a prophet. Well, I beg the difference. Not only is he a prophet, he's a provider. He's a healer. He's a shield. He's a buckler. He's a savior. He's my peace. He's my joy, my righteousness. He's my will in the middle of a will. He's my joy. Y'all talk back to me. He's not the man upstairs to me. He's the lover of my soul. He's my joy. He's my peace. He's my righteousness. See, when people say that, they don't know him. Listen, God is so big, you can't even describe him. Y'all talk back to me. The Bible says... There's no other name 
given unto men whereby men must be saved except for the name of Jesus. I don't believe in all this stuff people believe in. I only believe in Jesus Christ. That's what I believe in. What qualifies Jesus? What puts him in a category above everybody else? Easily. He died, stayed in the grave for three days, and he came out the grave. You tell me about anybody else that did that. Come on, Matthew chapter 22. Say, neighbor, it's tight, but it's right. Come on, Matthew 22, verse 1 through 14, read. And Jesus answered and spake unto them. Uh -huh, he's talking to his disciples or his followers, read. Again by parables. Uh, again by parables. A parable is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. So sometimes God has to talk to us in riddles, in metaphors, to help us to understand a spiritual principle. Watch this, read. And said, uh -huh. the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king. Stop. The kingdom of heaven is a place. So he's talking about heaven. He's talking about a place called what? Heaven. The kingdom of heaven is likened to a certain king. Now, the king that he's talking about is King Jesus. Amen. Read. Which made a marriage for his son. Which made a marriage for his son, verse 3. And sent forth his servants. And sent forth his servants. He's, he's talking about us. He's sending us forth in the midst of wolves. Read. To call them that were bidden to the wedding. To tell people, to tell the homemonger, the alcoholic, the drunk, the game banger, the gambler, to come to the wedding feast. Just like when you get married, you send out invitations. Do everybody come? Read. And they would not come. They wouldn't what? So God was sending out a universal call to salvation. He was telling everybody, I'm soon to come. You need to come in because it's almost midnight. And the Bible says they wouldn't come. They didn't accept the invitation. And a lot of folks are not going to accept the invitation of salvation. Amen. Read. Again, he sent forth other servants uh -huh. saying, tell Read. them which Read. are bidding, uh -huh. behold, I have prepared my dinner. Read. My oxen and my fatlings are killed, uh -huh. and all things are ready. All things are ready. Uh -huh. Come unto the marriage. Read. And what he's talking about, the marriage supper of the Lamb, where Jesus come back for his bride, which is the church. Amen. And if you're wondering what's going on, Jesus is coming back. That's why destruction and corruption is everywhere. Because the earth is travailing for the sons of God. The earth is ready for Christ to come back. And, and how do we know? Because it, 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 it's disturbed. Everything getting out of whack. Everything out of control. Because the earth is travailing for the return of Christ. Read. But they made light of it. They did what? They didn't take the appeal serious. 
You got a lot of folks right now not taking the message of salvation serious. They making light of all. Oh, they don't mean nothing. You just saying that because you ain't died. You ain't died yet. I guarantee when you die, it ain't gonna be no light thing. Read. And they went their ways. They they went their wait. Not we said ways mean what? Paths. They went they all down their own paths. And Lafo doing their own thing right now. Read. One to his farm and another to his merchandise. Verse 6. And the remnant took his servants and entreated them spitefully and slew them. But when the king heard thereof, he was wroth. He was angry. And he sent forth his armies and destroyed those murderers. So you know what he sent forth? Judgment. And the armies that he's referring to is his angelic host. Read. And burned up their city. Read. Then said he to his servants, Read. The wedding is ready. The wedding, the wedding is ready. He's talking about us. I've got everything ready. Read. But they which were bidden were not worthy. They was not worthy. Read. Go ye therefore into the highway. Into the streets. And as many as you shall find, bid them to the marriage. Tell them to come on in because Christ is soon to come. Read. So those servants went out into the highways uh -huh. and gathered together all as many as they found. Read. Both bad and good. Uh -huh. And the wedding was furnished with guests. Watch this. So some people did come in. Just like we go out and witness and tell folk they need to get saved and come to church. Some folk come to church, but they not dressed properly. I ain't talking about natural. I'm talking about spiritual now. Now watch this. Read. And when the king came in to see the guests, when the king came out to see the guests, uh huh, he saw there was a man which had not on a wedding garment. He was not dressed properly. He's not talking about being dressed naturally. He's talking about being dressed spiritually. So what he's talking about that this man did not have on the robe of righteousness. That means he was in church, but he wasn't in God. You got a lot of folk in church, but they ain't in God. Read. And he said unto him, Uh-huh. Friend. Friend. He was nice to him. How camest thou in hither not having a wedding garment? And back then when you went to a wedding, everybody had on robes. Everybody was dressed alike. So he stood out. Read. And he was speechless. He couldn't say nothing. You know why? Because he was guilty. And when Christ come back and part the skies and you don't go back with God, ain't no sense of saying nothing. You know why you don't need to say nothing? Because you done been on this earth 40, 50 years and you didn't have no intention on getting right. You know why you should be worrying about folk? You sitting up worrying about people and they ain't trying to get right. And you losing your joy because folk ain't doing right, folk ain't living right. Some folk ain't going to get right. So just leave folks alone. Let them do what they do. Just pray for them. Hopefully they'll turn. But I got news. Some, some folk ain't going to turn. Some people not going to change. And if they ain't going to change, guess what? I'm going to change the way I see you. lost your joy, depressed, blood pressure up, because somebody won't change. Some of these folk ain't going to change. 
Read. Then said the king to the servants, Read. Bind him hand Do and foot. Tie him up. Read. And take him away. Take him out. And cast him out into outer darkness. And send him to hell. Y'all have heard me say all the time, these folk going to hell out of church. There it is, right there. It's some folk going to hell right out of church. There it is, right there. Read. And there shall be weeping uh -huh. and gnashing of teeth. So when you go to hell, you in darkness. When you go to hell, you grit your teeth because of the pain and the agony of hell. Preacher, I heard a preacher say, you, you shouldn't be preaching on no hell. Who is you? You ain't God. If Jesus is preaching about hell, then we need to preach about hell because we need to try to warn folk not to go. We need to preach the love of God. I am preaching the love of God. You know, I love you enough to tell you, don't go to hell. You're not loving me if you ain't telling me the truth. When you love somebody, you tell them the truth although they don't want to hear it. That's when you love somebody. Read. For many are called. Many are called to salvation. God is calling everybody to come on in before it's too late. Read. But few are chosen. But it's only going to be a few people that choose salvation. You know why? Because it's tight. Come on, last scripture. Genesis chapter 6. Genesis chapter 6 uh, we got, a, we got a, a little time uh, read uh, verse 5 hold up verse 3 and then we jump, jump down to verse 5 read and the Lord said the Lord said my spirit shall not always strive with man I'm not, I'm not going to continue to tug, go back and forth with you if you don't want me then I don't want you Amen. Amen. at some point God will leave you alone and let you do your thing. If God is dealing with you about something, that's a clear sign it's time for you to come out of it. Because you don't want God to move his grace off of you, his hand off of you. Because if God moves his hand off of you, you in trouble. Uh -huh. And I've seen people with my own eyes over the years that was in church that appeared to be saved that died a tragic death. I've seen it with my own eyes. And some of these folk was the hard-headed folk you ever meet. And their life was cut short because of disobedience and rebellion. You can't keep playing with this, man. Watch this. Read. For that he also is flesh, yet his days shall be 120 years. So you know what God was telling Noah? I'm going to give these hard-headed folk 120 years to turn. That's a long time. 120 years to repent and you still don't repent? Jump down to verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth. Sound like today, don't it? Yeah. How many know history repeats itself? <laughs> Read. 
and that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And we seeing that right now. Yes. Read. And it repented the Lord this that word he had made man. This word don't mean God had to repent because he never sinned. This word repented means he was grieved. Read. And it grieved him at his heart. God was grieved that he ever created man. And he was grieved. It grieved him at his heart. And if you really say you don't grieve you, what's going on around you? Some of us ain't grieved. All we think about is ourselves. It bothers me to see all these folks going to hell. It does. It's like, man, it's a whole bunch of folk going to hell. Well, Pastor Trace, why you say they going to hell? Because they was died, they got murdered selling dope. Okay, how you try to fix that and twist it? They killed themselves. They committed suicide. They going to heaven? Where you get that uh, twisted theology from? They died a lesbian. They died a homosexual. They died an alcoholic. They died a fornicator. They died an adulterer. But they going to heaven? Where you get that from? Read. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created. I'm going to do what? Read. From the face of the earth. Watch this. Even though God said this, he still said, I'm going to get him 120 years. Amen. God is merciful. Yes. Listen, God never allows judgment to come without giving you a space to repent. Amen. God ain't just sitting back trying to take folk out. No, he long-suffering. He, he'll let you keep cutting up and climbing for years. For years. And it's like, man, when is something going to ever happen? Then all of a sudden, boom, it's over. And they still didn't repent. Read. Both man and beast and the creeping thing and the fowls of the air, for it repenteth me that I have made them. Anytime God says the same word in a chapter more than once, that's the most important word in that chapter. So God has said, I am grieved at people's lifestyle. Read. But Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. He found what? Grace. What is grace? Favor. Read. These are the generations of Noah. Read. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation. What type of man was Noah? Yes. He was an honest man. And he was a mature man in his generation. Read. And Noah walked with God. There it is right there. You know why Noah was saved in his whole house? Because that word walk me, he had a relationship with God. Now this is, this is uh, the end of this story. God gave him 120 years to repent. Out of a whole world, only eight people got saved. Now it takes us back to Matthew where it says only going to be a few. See, I'm, I'm giving you scripture on scripture, line up on line, precept on precept. So Matthew talks about a few. In Noah day, only eight folk were saved. Everybody else got destroyed, a whole generation. And God gave them 120 years to repent. You know what the ark represents? 
Say Christ. Christ. Say the ark, the ark represents safety. Say the ark, the ark represents salvation. salvation. You know who our ark is today? Jesus Christ. There's no safety outside of Christ. The Bible says, how can you escape if you neglect? Hi, I'm Dr. Anthony L. Trice. I'm the senior pastor of Covenant for Life Christian Center Church in St. Louis. I have some exciting news. I just finished my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient. This is a life-changing book. This is a book about the story of Job. Job chapter 1 talks about how Job was upright. That means he was a man that can be trusted. He was a man of integrity. I discovered when God can trust you, he'll give you the world. And Job showed in Job chapter 1 how prosperous Job was because God was able to trust Job because Job was a man of integrity. So go to my website and order my new book, Integrity, The Missing Ingredient, at anthonytrice.org, or you can go to lifeway.org. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Forest, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136, or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.